Good morning, good Friday morning, everyone who is tuned in to the Christ Life live broadcast devotion thing every morning at nine. <laughs> good morning. So, um, because of some stuff that's going on, um, this is a pre-recorded message, but it's it's specifically for you and it's going out live to you right now for the very first time. So you are just so lucky to be tuned in right now. All right, so. Uh, good morning, everyone. We will be watching live as it goes out at the comments, and we will be praying for um, prayer requests and testimony, checking the testimonies as it goes out. But uh, so I will be watching with you. Um, but uh, but right now I'm just here to share a word with you. All right. So if you if you if I can have your attention, <clears throat> on then we can go on with the word. All right. So John chapter one. John chapter 1. John chapter 1. Okay. So, he says here, let's start here in verse 11. Verse 10. He came into the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him and did not know him. All right. Why? Because the world got blinded by, by the devil. Because they partook from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. All right, so verse 11. He came to that which belonged to him, to his own, his domain, his creations, things, and world. And they who were his own did not receive him and did not welcome him. But to as many as did receive and welcome him, he gave the authority and the power and the privilege and the right to become the children of God, that is, to those who believe on his name. Okay, now, the King James says, as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. All right. So we received him, and we got born from the word that we received. First Peter 1 says we are born from the word of God in, in immortal seed, and we become the sons of God. So God's purpose is for us to be uh, just like Jesus, to us to be sons just like him. So he came as a son and he, got, he was the seed. He gave himself up as a seed so that he could have a harvest of seeds. The son was given as a son so that the son could have a harvest of sons. And that's the, uh, Isaiah 53 says, who will declare his generation? Who is his generation? Who is Christ's generation? It's those who receive him, who receive the new birth. From him who became sons of God. Okay, so now we're going to see what this Christ generation looks like. We're going to see what this new, uh, new man, new man in Christ looks like. All right. He says, who owe their birth neither to blood. So we, we talked about that, rebirth. So you don't have a flesh birth. You don't owe your birth to bloods. So it's not Jesus' blood flowing through your veins. His blood washed you clean. Who owe their birth neither to bloods, nor to the will of the flesh, that of a physical impulse, nor to the will of man, that of a natural father, but to God. So it's not a biological process. You, you, earn, you owe your birth to the Spirit of God, to God, born of God. Verse 14. And the Word became flesh and tabernacled, fixed his tent of flesh lived a while among us and we actually saw his glory okay so what's this going to look like if you have the rebirth if you look if, if you've been born again by the word of god and you've received the spirit of god so what what's your what are you supposed to look like the word 
became flesh and we saw his glory. So as they saw the glory of Jesus walking around, walking around on the earth, healing the sick, doing good, healing all who are oppressed of the devil, um, then it will be the same with you because you are now born from the same seed. The word, in the beginning was the word, the word was God, the word was with God. That's the word. Now the word became flesh, the person, Christ, in you, flesh. So he became flesh in Jesus, but now we are the Christ generation born from him, from the Spirit. And we receive the new birth, and we now become the word made flesh. And people now see the glory in our lives as they saw it in Jesus. And if they don't, then we need to get with the program. <laughs> so with the glory of God is to be seen in the new creation, sons of God. All right, so it says, we beheld his glory, <clears throat> we saw his glory, such glory as the only begotten son receives from his father, full of grace and truth. Okay, now the glory that we have was given to us by Jesus, the only begotten. So he is the firstborn from the dead. He is the firstborn of many brethren, which means that the glory that we have is like unto Okay, we saw his glory, such glory as the only as an only begotten son. So the glory that you have is as the only begotten. But now you are you have received the birth, the spiritual birth. So now you look like the first one. You look like the only begotten, the very same glory, because it, because it is in fact him that is in us. Remember, I've been preaching about this for years. Galatians chapter 3 says, he refers to one seed, not many seeds, being Christ. And because we are in Christ, by virtue of us being in Christ Jesus, we are the seed according to the promise. So there's one heir, there's one son, Jesus, with a lot of sons in him, and he in a lot of sons. He is the head of the body, and the body is is connected to him. So all those who receive his word and his spirit become one with the body. They all become sons, but he is the son. Okay, so they all become kings, but he is king of kings. They all become lords, but he is lord of lords. Do you get what I'm saying? So his nature is multiplied and duplicated in everyone who receives him. We see his glory. We see his word made flesh in us. We see his light shining in us. We see his works in us. You will do the works that I do, and even greater works than these, because I go to my Father, John 14, verse 12. So if we believe in him, he does the work in you, and you will do the works that I do. So it's I, him, Jesus, doing the works in us and through us. So when people see it, they see the glory of Jesus in us. So we don't glory in ourselves saying, oh, look at me, look at me. No, look at Jesus in me. Okay, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6. Um, God who has said, let the light shine out of darkness, have also shone in our hearts so as to illuminate the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as it is manifested in the face of Jesus Christ. So if you look to the face of Jesus Christ, that light shines in your heart and it illuminates every heart. All right. So we shine the glory of God. We do the works of Christ as we are connected to him. We receive him. 
the Son. We receive Him and we receive the power to become sons of God. So because you are in Him and He in you, He now indwells you, moves through you, and He does His works through you as He did His works in His own body. We live in total surrender to Him and He comes and He shows the glory of the Father in us and through us. I hope it makes sense. John uh, uh, verse 15, John testified about him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me has priority over me, for he was before me. He takes rank above me, for he existed before I did. He um, has advanced before me because he is my chief. So for everyone that believes that we've all been ex- pre-existed in the Father, it's nonsense, because here... John the Baptist said he existed before me. So how could I have existed with him before him? That's nonsense. You have a big bang moment, the moment of conception. (laughs) That's when you started. Before that, you didn't exist, okay? That's just in brackets. That's just for free. You know, you can can subtract it, you know, from Sunday's offering. It's, It's for free. It's just for free. Okay, right, let's get on. He takes... Ranks above me, for he existed before I did. He has advanced before me because he is my chief. Right, verse 16. For out of his fullness, we have all received. All had a share. And we all supplied with one grace after another and spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing. And even favor upon favor and gift heap upon gift. Out of his fullness, I love the King James here, verse 16. We have all received and grace for grace. (laughs) We receive one grace after another, one gift after another, one blessing after another, heaped upon one another. Out of his fullness, all of us. Okay, so get this. There's the one, the son, Jesus, the chief cornerstone, the head of the body. And he supplies every part of the body with the anointing. He indwells every, every Christian, everyone who is in his body, dwells inside, speaking his word, doing his works, doing his thing, multiplying himself inside them. And all we do is we surrender to him. And he does it all in us and for us. All right. So out of his fullness, we have all received Grace for grace. Okay, verse 17. For while the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. All right, so you need to get this. Grace and truth is, is an undivided same thing. So when you have grace, you have truth. The grace of God is the truth of God. So it's not grace but truth. It's grace and truth. Okay, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Christ is not divided. So truth means Jesus saying, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So he, as a person, is the truth, and we need to completely surrender and yield to him. When we receive him, grace and truth indwells us. Uh, I I disagree with the notion that we... Uh, we, we need to, you know, we receive the grace of God, which is, you know, kind of like the pardon for sin. But also there's the truth side and we need to own up to what we did. Hey, then you don't receive the grace. You need to understand that you need what, whatever you've done wrong, you leave behind you. It's, it's forgiven. 
get your mind off of it. Christ is truth. And if we are going to yield to him, we will not see sin, we will see Christ. He is the truth. He is the way. And he is the grace. So we receive grace and truth, and grace and truth is seen in us. We beheld his glory, the glorious of the only begotten of God, full of grace and truth. So he is grace and truth. He is glory. He has given us that glory. He has given us himself to indwell us if we are surrendered to him. The law came by Moses, but grace and truth with Jesus Christ. So as Jesus came in, grace and truth came in. And grace and truth starts to indwell us, and grace and truth starts to be made visible in us. And that's the very next verse. He says in verse 18, No man has ever seen God at any time. The only unique Son, or the only begotten God, who is in the bosom, the intimate presence of the Father. He has declared Him, He has revealed Him, and He has brought Him out where He can be seen. He has interpreted Him, and He has made Him known. So, the glory as of the only begotten, only begotten son receives from his father. So Jesus revealed the glory that he received from his father. So everyone saw the father. John 14. If you have seen me, you have seen the father. He came to reveal the father. So no one saw Jesus. Everyone saw the father. Okay. Now John 17 says, Lord, I have given them, father, I've given them the glory. Romans 8, I have, those whom he justified, he also glorified. He has given to us the glory. So now, if people see you, they see Jesus. So he prayed in John 17, Father, I pray that they may be one, even as we are one. As you are in me and I am in you, that they may be one in me, that I may be in them and they may be in me. So Jesus is the central factor here. Jesus is one with the Father. And we are one with Jesus. I in him and he in me. But Jesus is in the Father and the Father in me. So in Jesus, I meet the Father. In Jesus, I meet him. So what is revealed in me when I'm surrendered, when he comes with his grace and truth that he received from the Father and he shows it through me? The world starts seeing Jesus in me, showing the Father in me. Okay. And I just... I just get to enjoy what's happening. Right, so we need to get this. The new creation man looks like this. When, once you're born again, and, and when you start to get to know Jesus, it looks like this. People see the grace and the truth, the glorious of the only begotten. They see it starting to manifest in your life the more you surrender and the more you yield to him. Okay? It's not you trying to get your life right in order to be able to or, or to qualify for God to use you. No, 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 no. It's you coming as you are. I wanted to say this earlier with the light shining, uh, this precious, this glory, this treasure. We hold it in earthen vessels so that the excellency and glory and the grandeur may to be shown to be from God and not of ourselves. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Okay, so... The glory that is given us, that's shining out of us. He uses, on purpose, the fools of the world. On purpose, he uses the broken vessels. 
on purpose. He uses the things that are nothing in the eyes of the world to confound the eyes, of, to, to confound the wise. So what does the new creation look like? It looks like a fool that could never amount to anything but now is doing the impossible. It looks like someone who could never make it on his own, who could never be really something. And now he's healing the sick and raising the dead and opening the blind eyes. That's what the new creation man looks like. Someone who, who is in, his, you know, in the world's estimation, yeah, very average and forgettable maybe. But God lifts that person out and shows the glory of the Father. Shows the truth, the grace of the Father in that person. Why in that person? Because that person receives him. He recognized him. He saw, hey, this is the Son of God. This is the one. He came unto his own. He came to all those who knew everything. He came to all those who were in charge and who sat in, on beautiful chairs in, in the temple. He came on, unto all those people. But those who were his own did not receive him. So this is the danger for, for people who are high-ranked in the world that they don't recognize him because most often he will come and show and reveal himself in a very humble way and people don't want to associate with that and then they start seeing the glory come out the truth and the grace and they they wonder why god uses that guy and not them <laughs> listen god will use anyone if you're the president or if you're a janitor if you're a he will use anyone, but he will use those who are humble enough to recognize Jesus in the form that he shows himself. If you can recognize him in the most humble of people, in the most uh, basic of... If, if you can be humble enough to receive Christ from someone who is not this big name, but it's maybe someone who works for you, or it's maybe someone who, you know who didn't have a very great education. But if you can recognize the Spirit, if you can recognize the glory and the grace and the truth there, if you can be humble enough to receive the Spirit from a five-year-old, to receive a word from God from, from whoever, He can use you. If we are not so, so wise in our own eyes, if we are not so great in our own estimation, oh, I am Dr. So-and-so, Okay, great. Be doctor so-and-so. It's good to have an education. I'm not against it. It's great. But if you hide behind your title, yeesh, let's rather show the miracles of God. Do you see what I'm saying? Let's, let's just show the grace and show the truth instead of telling everyone how much we know. There's, there's a danger when we are so high in estimation in the eyes of people that we can miss Christ showing himself to us every day through people that we don't think he will choose, that we don't think he will use. He deliberately, 1 Corinthians 1, chooses the lowborn. He, he deliberately chooses the things that are nothing in the eyes of the world, okay, <laughs> to confound the things that are. For while the world, with their knowledge and with their philosophy, did not recognize him. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. All right, so here goes. 
So if you can be humble enough to, to receive the gospel from someone like me, okay? So maybe you think I'm great. I don't really think so. <laughs> so what, I, what I'm saying to you is this. Recognize Christ in anyone. Don't know people after the flesh, but know them after the Spirit. I, you can have great degrees and be full of the Spirit. Be humble enough to recognize and receive from that person. Even, did you get what I'm saying? You, there's reverse pride also. Oh, that guy's got all those degrees. No, he doesn't have the Spirit. Hey, 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 there's people with many degrees. He's got the Spirit. So don't turn the thing around. But recognize him. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. So if you recognize him, you will also be able to display him. If you can receive him from someone who is ministering unadulterated truth to you without credentials. I, I'm not, I don't have a degree in theology. I don't. I have a degree in law. I'm, a, I'm an attorney. <laughs> I'm not trained formally trained for what I do. I'm not an ordained pastor from some denomination. I'm not. But if you can humble yourself to hear what God is saying, you can receive something. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. What's the new creation man? What does it look like? It looks more and more like him. It looks more and more like Jesus, multiplying himself, showing himself, revealing himself, and what does Jesus look like? He's meek and he's gentle. What does he look like? He heals the sick. What does he look like? Well, when someone tries to kill him, he just keeps quiet. What does he look like? He pays no attention to a suffered wrong. He does not repay evil with evil, but he forgives immediately. Okay? That's what it, you can look at Jesus healing the sick, raising the dead. That's who you are. But also, if you read Revelation chapter 1, you see Jesus and how God is revealed through Jesus. How, man, his eyes shining and the fire in his eyes and you see the light and the sword coming out of his mouth. If you see that, that's the one dwelling inside of you. Read Revelation 1 and see, okay? That's the new creation man that's trying to come out of you. People want to see the glory. People want to see the grace and truth. We need to just trust in His name. That's all. Trusting in His name causes us to be born again. Trusting in His name causes us to receive the glory. Trusting in His name causes us to now show forth the glory and do the same works as He did. He went to the Father. All right. So I hope this message has blessed you. I hope it has done something for you, you, all you beautiful saints, you new creation, wonder workers, and glorified people. <laughs> so uh, may you be blessed. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your Friday. Enjoy your, your Saturday. And we'll see you again on Sunday morning, 9.30, for the live meeting um, for the Sunday service. If you can, if you're in the area, please come. 
please come. We would love to, to see you. It would, it would be great to see you. So it will, the more people there are in the, in the building, the better, I think. So if you are able to come, please come. So um, it's really, really awesome. It's really special, these couple of services that we've had where the church is open again. All right, so bless you, and it's good to be with you, and I'll see you again. Amen.